0: So, what's the big deal with California anyway? Seems to me like everybody wants to go and spend all of their vacation time soaking up all the sun on all of the beaches. Having been a California native myself, I actually have to admit that I can't blame anybody. I also have to admit that it took me a little bit of time to get there. Today on the Life in Another World podcast, um, Josh and I discuss our time in California, having started off our road trip, and all the things that Josh learned and how it has changed him so far, what he thought it was going to be like versus what it actually became. Um, At the moment, I am actually recording this introduction in Wyoming, in Cheyenne, Wyoming, the capital over here, and... Josh and I are a little bit behind on keeping up with our work because, as you can imagine, being on the road and trying to manage all that we're doing is actually a little bit difficult, (laughs) but we're doing the best that we can, and we are going to be having future podcasts about multiple states at once, but because California is the biggest state that we are going to be going to on this leg of the trip, um, and because it's my home state, We did kind of want to give it a little bit of um, its own episode, as you will, um, to talk about what it's like. And um, you might notice from the title that I refer to California as the Phoenix State State. And um, in the write up for this, which, as a side note, if you do listen to this whole entire interview at the end, I say the write up is done by Josh, but we changed our minds and I decided to do it anyway because it's my home state and I wanted to have a little bit of pride with it. Um, but the reason that I name it that, the Phoenix State, is because I watched it burn to the ground. Um, I. Obviously, like I said, I grew up in California. I grew up just outside of Yosemite, which you'll hear us talk about later on in the interview. Um, And I always grew up in super pretty, forest, green, perfect kind of setting, um, if you will, because a lot of people seem to like Yosemite. Josh is one of them. And as I grew up and as I got older, everybody who knows anything about the California drought, um, that pretty much wiped out the whole state. I watched it go from this crazy, green, beautiful, why wouldn't anybody want to come here to this barren, dead, why would anybody want to come here kind of feeling, I guess, is what I got from it. And then, especially last year in 2016, when all of those forest fires kind of wiped out, I felt like it was going to wipe out the entire state, to be honest, I got a little bit nervous, as to what we were going to be seeing when Josh came over here in aspects to this trip. Because I wanted to make sure that he got a really good time in California. Because I think that everybody wants to see, you know, what the fuss is all about. And as of now, I could definitely say that the fuss is for a good reason. Um, the winter of 2016 to 2017 certainly dropped A lot of water on California, and all the reservoirs seem to be stocked back up. I was reading an article today that the mayor has said that the drought is over, which I don't know if it could have been cured from just the one winter, but it definitely looks (laughs) a lot better. So we saw as we were driving around, and that's just, to me, why... I feel that California should be called the Phoenix State or why I named it the Phoenix State because it burned to the ground and then it rose back up from the ashes. And it looks even better than any time that I can remember seeing any portions of it. I still cannot get over the fact that the grapevine is green. I've been talking about it the entire trip. If anyone here has been to the grapevine and has not been to the grapevine since it's been green, will probably be raising an eyebrow like, what do you mean the grapevine is green? But I promise you... Like, it's it's absolutely incredible out there, and I can see exactly why everybody wants to come to California. And I have so much pride in that state now, and I feel so honored to have come from a place like that because um, it's definitely something special and definitely something that I think everybody should have the opportunity to see at some point in their life. And I just wanted to kind of come on my own real quick at the beginning before we get into the interview with me and Josh, um, especially now that, like I said, we're in Wyoming. So this is our sixth state on this 50 state track hours. And I've had, it's actually only been a couple of weeks since we've been in California, close-ish to a month, but only a few weeks at the, at the moment. But I've had a lot of time to reflect um, since even writing this post and doing this interview. And I just wanted to come out and say that California, you are amazing. And if you're in California right now, then you should consider yourself lucky. And if you're not in California right now, and you're planning on going to California, then you definitely should. And on that note, without further ado, let's dive into the interview. Welcome to the Life in Another World podcast, where we discuss the impact of experiencing different cultures through the individual's perspective. I'm your host, Andrew J. Stillman, and now... Let's dive in. Hello again, everybody, and welcome to the Life in Another World podcast. I've got my halftime co-host back with me today, Josh. Hi, Josh. Hello. So we are here in Oregon. Oregon. (laughs) Josh is still working on his American accent. That's right. I'm getting pretty good. Yeah, better than me with the Kiwi accent. I still suck. Yeah, I really suck at that. Um, we just wanted to take a little bit of time and share what our experience in California was like. We just got here to Oregon, so we haven't done much of the exploration here. Um, but we wanted to talk about like what we learned and what we've done. And we've gotten a lot of questions about our favorite spots and all that kind of fun stuff. So we thought it would just be a good time to sit down and tell all of you lovely listeners. That's right what we've been doing. So, Josh, mm-hmm. I want to start with you. Of course. <laughs> I host every single podcast, <laughs> so I want to take a break here and there. <laughs> uh, my first question to you, actually, Josh, I want to know um, what you expected like when you were about to come over here, what you thought it was going to be like. Well,
1: I expected to be more overwhelmed than I was. I expected uh it to be a lot scarier, and I expected to like be very anxious and very, you know, uptight most of the time, like you know? Like me? Yeah, like you. Because <laughs> um, from what you had told me about the US, <laughs> which is quite a funny story, you always told me that um, everyone was really mean, everyone was crazy. Everyone was so opinionated that like when they shouldn't be. Um
0: And then I introduced you to my friends.
1: Yes. <laughs> and we just drove through a lot of places and people were pretty pretty good. Um yeah. yeah, I guess I was just expecting to be less comfortable than I was.
0: That could just be subject to California, but we'll find out. Yes we will. There. Well
1: I mean, Oregon's pretty good so far too, so, so far.
0: Um, but, so, based on those perceptions that you already had, how did that change? I mean, you said you felt safer, but I still know that, you know, from sitting in the car with you a whole bunch, there's still things that have been kind of weird to you. Yes. Like how fast we go. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> that, that was something that I didn't expect, I didn't even think about that. I knew it was going to be busy traffic and things like that. I knew it was going to be on the other side of the road, um... I knew it was gonna be in miles instead of kilometers, but I did not expect people to be so I don't know, what I would consider reckless during fast speed. During like on the freeway, et yeah, cetera We
0: did see the truck, that one truck that was flipped over. Yes.
1: And it just seems like almost all the time that you're on the freeway and you're going fast People are switching in and out of lanes constantly. And, like, everyone's up each other's asses. Sorry for the language. But they're all... Everyone's so close together. Everyone's trying to get in front of everyone else. That the slightest little thing that could go wrong... If it does go wrong... People are going to die. You know, people are going to die almost for sure on those roads. Because it is so fast. And all you've got is the barriers. And... You know, someone's little mistake can cost you your life. And I'm not used to that in Kiwi Roads. I'm not even used to being in a car anymore, to be honest. Because living in Wellington, I don't need a car. Mm -hmm. So it was just very strange being in a car on the wrong side of the road with cars all around me. Which is another thing. There are people everywhere. everywhere. There's not like, there's not one spot on this whole trip. That hasn't been, like, on a hike or something where there isn't people around all the time. Mm-hmm. There's always people around. Um,
0: That's California. Yeah, it's just... 40 it's million people. saturated.
1: Saturated. That's 10 times the amount of people in New Zealand. I know. It's insane. Just in California. I, I mean, know. it is bigger than New Zealand, isn't it? Yeah, it is. So, yeah.
0: But still. And we definitely have seen quite a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Um, was it weird to you to have just, like, those straight open roads. Like, I mean, when we just literally sit on, like, the 5 or the 101 or all those roads that we were on, and we just sit there and just cruise for just, like, straight hundreds of miles. Was that weird to you? Because I know in New Zealand, like, all it is ever is really, like, windy roads and mountain settings and stuff like that for the most part. That's true. I think, like, I think I'm used to it with the fact that I've been on
1: long drives around New Zealand, like, a lot, and... It's similar, I guess, in some ways. But it's different because we have, like, what you call freeways, we have them too. We call them motorways. But um, we don't usually have them, like... uh, I don't know, like, between cities? Like, we do off and on, but usually you end up just on, like, a one-lane road. Yeah. For... I was going about to say miles and miles. I'm changing. <laughs> um, you know, so I'm used. To, I'm used to the length. I'm used to like being on like a straight road for a while. Because if you've ever been around the South Island, like it's like that for a lot of it, like between Christchurch and Dunedin, kind yeah. of. Yeah. Um, but the difference is that the the freeways here are the main
0: like transport. Of, yeah. Like you
1: don't just go driving around from one city to another without going on a freeway whereas you can do that in other um in New Zealand you can definitely do that but yeah it's just like constant like three to four lane freeways where everything like it's a really big road like there's a huge portion of the scenery is road mhm which is very different to what I'm used to, I guess. I'm used to just seeing grass straight away right next to me in a car if I'm travelling between cities. But here it's like mm, three lanes of cars first and then Yes. Yeah. So it's, it's lots of
0: cars, lots of drivers.
1: Yeah. So I'm not I'm not it's not something completely new, but it is a different way of mm. you know. Yeah. It just feels like a different transport system. It does feel better, to be fair. It does feel better, it feels more efficient. I mean, I know it's needed here because of the amount of people that live here, but I think New Zealand could really do much better if they had some roads like these.
0: I agree with that. We did kind of have similar to New Zealand roads, like going into Yosemite. That's right. Or that drive that we did yesterday. I mean, at the time of this recording, it was yesterday. But (laughs) we drove from um, Eureka to Reading over that, two ninety nine mm. kind of passed. And then there was the rock slide that we got stuck in. That's true. And the uh, Avenue of Giants. Oh, my gosh. That was amazing. So great. Yeah. All of these between, national forests. Like Ukiah and Eureka. Mm. Just for those of you listening, this is the places that we've been going. And for me, I mean, like, I, I did grow up, obviously, in California. And I did always talk a lot of smack when I was in New Zealand because mm-hmm. I was just so ready to get away for a while, you know? And then I was always... When it came to California, I was always like, you know, it's dead, it's burning, like, it's not what it used to be because of the fact that I grew up here and um, everything when I grew up was so beautiful and green and I loved it and then it all died and then I just felt, like, so depressed, you know, because I just knew that it wasn't what it used to be. And then when we've been driving on this, for me, I mean... It's funny hearing you be like, Andrew, you're scaring me. Andrew, like, I'm so scared because a lot of the times I'm not even going, like, the speed limit, you know? <laughs> and it's just, like, the big trucks that are all around. And I'm like, yes, I know it's scary, but, like, I got this. Don't worry. But I, I feel like more than you on the whole drive, I kept going, whoa. Like, I was so amazed by what I was seeing. And it was weird for me to, like... ...to be the one having that reaction, you know, showing you around... ...and I felt like I was more, like, wowed... ...because I knew it was all new to you... ...so everything was always exciting. I think
1: that's the difference, is that, like, I... ...one, I'm not as vocal as you are... (laughs) (laughs) ...but, uh, yeah, on the other hand, I... ...throughout this whole trip from the start until now... ...and I'm sure for the rest of it... ...it's all been crazy and amazing... ...and nothing I've seen before... So yep. the whole time, like, there's no use in me the whole time just being like, whoa, because I then know. I will just well, never stop, you But know? I
0: just mean for the purposes of, like, what we thought beforehand, you know what I mean? I was just like, okay, California, now we've had a great winter, it's rain, cool, whatever. But my reaction to all of that was just like, this is not what I was expecting yeah, to I show your you. your reaction is the like difference this- between... The dead state and the alive state is really what it was like. Yeah. Like I thought I was just going to show you barren land and be like, yeah, this used to be so great before. And then now I was just like, oh, my goodness. Like, I can't even believe. Like, if you are in California right now, anyone listening? And it's currently March of 2017. But you need to take a drive through California wherever you're at because, holy wow, it was incredible. Absolutely incredible. Mm -hmm. What was your favorite part? Mm. It's such a difficult question. Everyone, every it's single the question, person we talk to you asks It's the us. question
1: that every person asks. Um, <laughs> what is my favorite part? It's so difficult we, to say because one, like this first leg of the trip, has been kind of just like a holiday, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I've gotten used to our like constant moving around every day, mm-hmm. but it still feels holiday-like. You know, it doesn't feel permanent yet. Um, I don't know if it ever will. I hope it doesn't because I'm comfortable doing this. I think I enjoy yeah. it every day, not knowing what the next place What's is like. Next? Yeah. Um,
0: Which now it... I'm getting into now yeah. that we're out of California. Mm-hmm. That's me
1: next. That's exciting. It is. Um, but my favorite part is probably Yosemite, and I know that's probably a cliche thing to say. I'm sure every tourist that comes to the comes to California wants to see Yosemite. But there's a reason. For there it. is a reason, and I like I. When we first started planning this trip, Yosemite was one of the first places I actually looked into to visit, and because you were from there, mm-hmm. it popped up straight away, because I'd heard the name, but I'd never really looked into it. I'd never really looked into any of America, to be honest. Um, and so, I looked at it, and I saw that it looked like an absolute wonderland, yes. and it just looked unbelievable. Um and then you said
0: it was pretty cool, but, like, you've seen it a lot since you live near it. Yeah, and when we were planning... When we started planning this, literally most of California was on fire. There was fires in Yosemite, there was the big Sobronis fire in Big Sur, like, the Southern California fires. Like, everything was on fire when we started planning all of this. And so when you're talking about Yosemite, it was the same idea that I had for the rest of the state. Like, well, it's dead and it's burning, so... Like, cool, I'm glad you're excited, but I don't know if it's going to be what you expect. Mm-hmm. And for Yosemite in particular, I, I told you when we were there, I was like, I, I know I've been here a hundred million times. It's my backyard, but being here now, I feel like this is my the first time I've ever been here. Because that was what I really, really felt from California the whole entire time was that it, like I told, I think I said this when we were at my parents' house. It was like a Phoenix Like, Mm -hmm. it was a beautiful state, and then it died, and it burned, and it just fell to the ground, and it was awful, and now it's, like, risen back from the ashes, and come back with a vengeance, and I literally could not believe that we were in California this whole entire Mm -hmm. month. For me, it was just so incredible.
1: California was absolutely completely different to how I thought it was going to look, for sure, especially the landscapes. Um you know, because what you see really is, is, you know, some beautiful beaches, but most of the land usually looks yellow and like Mm -hmm. movies and (laughs) and movies and pictures and things. So I definitely wasn't expecting it to look so healthy and beautiful. Like I I was expecting it to be beautiful, but I didn't expect it to be so like mind-blowingly green and yeah,
0: great. Just so how many nice. times, how many times did we say, Are we in New Zealand? Yeah. Like we're back exactly. in New Zealand. And that was weird. Yeah. <laughs> because I wasn't expecting I that it. at all. Me I was expecting, either. like considering
1: they're not like New Zealand and America, like, are so far away from each other, I did not expect it to be so similar. Yeah. But um well, it wasn't similar, I guess. It's different but, but the same yeah. in the fact that like New Zealand's always green. Um Yeah, we've got a lot of greenery but yeah here i just wasn't expecting that i wasn't expecting it to be so full of life i guess i was expecting it to be more of a i don't know how would you explain it like a like a people's state like there's tons of people and everything that's great about it is like mainly the man-made things rather Mm -hmm. than the actual country but it's uh if like I think most people come to California to see like San Francisco or like LA, San Diego, Diego etc. Yeah, all of those cities.
0: Everything that anyone ever told me, and I always told you when I was in Wellington, I was like, "There's so much more than just those three mm-hmm. cities."
1: And to be honest, I've never really had a yearning to go to any of them. I mean, San Francisco, yes, because of I don't know. It's just it's, it's an a important great city. it's an important city, I reckon. It's a great city. Um, but I never really I never. Really wanted to go out of my way to go to LA. I, ha- I had hi- hardly heard anything about San Diego, so I didn't know. But um, if you're not the type of person that likes to go traveling and see big cities and corporate looking buildings and all that smoggy crap, um, <laughs> I still think you should come to California because wow. it is green, it is big, it is beautiful. There are so many walks, hikes, parks, forests. Rivers, like, there are, I mean, this is only it? my experience. I came at a very good You're time. You did. Really, <laughs> I got really, really lucky. Um, but I would recommend it for anyone that likes any sort of outdoor activity because there is so much mm-hmm. of it here. And, and, I mean, we did it all in, th- we, not all of it, but we did so much in three weeks. Yeah. And if, and we also did the city. So if you wanted to come here and just do hiking or rock climbing or any of that kind of fun Super outdoors easy. stuff, Um, you could, you could spend like, you could spend like maybe three months just going to different forests and parks and camping and seeing the actual land because there's so much of it and it's all so beautiful. And I don't think that the media here or anywhere else really shows you that about California.
0: Which I have tried to defend Mm -hmm. (laughs) anytime I heard anyone talk, even though I talk smack smack it's kind of like when, like a sibling, you know what I it mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, I can talk smack, but, but you can't. <laughs> you can't because I need to tell you what it's really like. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of always how I felt about California. We yeah. were like, oh, is everyone just like the Kardashians? I hated that. <laughs> I hated that when I was in New Zealand. I was like, no, <laughs> not at all. Did, did you experience that? Did you even meet anybody who was like the Kardashians, even in LA? Because I don't even feel like we did. I think one of your work <laughs> What was what of it you Kayla? Your Which one's that? My,
1: one of my no, workmates. No, no, no. Because I always call Kayla Kim K. No, she... <laughs> no. I mean, to be honest, I don't even know what the Kardashians are like. <laughs> we watched watch, Yeah, we watched some of an episode the other day, and that was the first time <laughs> I watched, so... <laughs> I don't know, but... Um, we watched
0: it when we were in LA, we were yeah. watching the Kardashians. There's
1: only one person that, that I've met so far that has been... Super pro LA (laughs) and seemed that kind of way. Was that at my
0: party? Mm -hmm. All right,
1: cool. (laughs) (laughs) She was lovely though. She She was was great. Yeah, well, I'm not going to name names, but... Yeah, that's all good. She was great, but she very much reminded me of that kind of life.
0: That's funny. But still, I mean, but that's the thing. You think of one person... Exactly. Everyone, else, everyone else is great. Everyone's no... normal as hell. I know, and that was why it was just like, why do people always have these misconceptions of California? And it's because of Hollywood. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I feel like the people that you've talked to, my friends, have you know, kind of similar reactions to what I did when I was in New Zealand, mm-hmm. when I was just like you really, like, you have such a perception of what we are based alone on Hollywood, mm-hmm. and I mean, we went to Hollywood, Hollywood Boulevard was great, I loved walking Piper down Hollywood Boulevard, I was really nervous about that one, mm-hmm. but she did so good, Yeah, she's been doing so good on this mm-hmm. whole entire trip, but I guess, um
1: cause I don't think like, I know you say that a lot of people ask you, like, if everyone's like the Kardashians, or like Oh, are you from Hollywood? Have you been to LA? Like, the Hollywood accent. Et cetera, et cetera. But I don't think people are saying that for real. I think people
0: are saying that as a joke. Yeah? Yeah. I don't know. Because New Zealanders are very. Every, but I, I'm just saying it wasn't even just New Zealanders who asked me. It was everybody. Because I travel. <laughs> I didn't travel with New Zealanders yeah, on the bus, true. you know? I was with everyone mm. from all over the world. Well, I just feel like people. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. I don't
1: really know what everyone else is like, but I never had a preconception of, like, all people from California being, like, the Kardashians or from LA or from only the big cities. Yeah. I just didn't know much about it. I just thought Americans were Americans. And because I'd met a couple of Americans before you as well, Mm -hmm. there was never any... I don't know. There's always that negative um, attribution to the USA. Is that the
0: right word? Yeah.
1: Yeah, there's there's always that, but that's mainly just to do with the political situation mm. and kind of, I don't know, how patriotic people are. Like, a lot of countries don't really understand why. but <laughs> yeah, um, People
0: can get a little bit crazy over here. Mm. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's and all that's, I was ever trying to say. And that's the thing.
1: Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Andrew was just moving Piper's feet from from the cords. She tangled. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I didn't, I didn't expect to come here and just meet a whole lot of, like, caricatures of characters in movies. Mm-hmm. You know, I expected to just meet regular people with an accent and that's what's happened. Um, I think after what you had told me I was expecting more kind of, uh, aggression or assertiveness Especially when something's different, because that's kind of what you told me about the US. But that didn't really happen. But even see, even people that you know aren't exactly like, don't think like me, aren't like me, don't understand yeah, certain things see, that I do. Like even those people were super super nice to me. And even if that was just the surface, that's still really a really good thing to have because New Zealanders can be very standoffish and quiet and seem like they're being rude but they're not whereas here people are like like slightly it's not a bad thing at all but like slightly too enthusiastic about you being in the USA and you having a good time like everyone really wants me to have a good time that's what everyone's telling me strangers your friends your family everyone is saying like I just really hope you're having a good time like there's so much to see blah 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 and it's all really positive positive. I think that's really important because I don't know if you'd get that everywhere around the world.
0: I just wanted to clarify something really fast earlier. (laughs) When I said all that stuff about the Americans, I mean, I'm not going to lie, I was excluding California because Mm -hmm. I knew it was like that was my opinion of the rest of the country. Mm -hmm. And like growing up in California, California to me was always just. California, And I still feel like that even when I was traveling. Like, I didn't even have to say I was from America. I said I was from California and that was enough, you know? And I met a couple people who were like, you Californians, like, think so high of yourself just because of that, you know? Like, I could just say California and no one is going to be like, where's that? But, like, everyone, everyone knows. And so that was always – and that was part of the reason I wanted to do this trip was because I wanted to prove myself wrong in the rest of the country, but I knew it wasn't going to be like that in California. I just never really clarified, you know? Yeah. But, but also we'll, we'll you, see what it's like you in the saying... rest of the country. <laughs> but but also, like,
1: I understand what you're saying, but that's also not the whole truth. Because you would tell me. <laughs> you would tell me that going into Walmart, you'll see at least one crazy person. You, you have you told me in Walmart. That, like, I. Have I not? No, no. I've been into one. I'm no, sure. No, you haven't been to Walmart. Oh, so well. You just, that. <laughs> but you did tell me that like crazy people are everywhere. You'll see them on the streets. You'll see them everywhere. And We have
0: seen crazy people on the streets. That's true. But when you <laughs> said that, I
1: thought you meant like, I didn't mean crazy like, as in liking. like people that are going to come over to me and like,
0: you know, try and. Well, that was your misconception. (laughs) (laughs) Let's cut this one. (laughs) You're just funny. Well, what's been your favorite food? What's the best thing that you've tried over here? Oh my gosh. Now, you should have told me these questions before we started this because there are so many
1: things that I've eaten that I've loved.
0: Taco Bell? Is it still Taco Taco Bell? Taco Bell
1: isn't... I don't know if it's number one. I really liked it, though. It was really, really nice. Um...
0: Everyone's going to think that's so crazy hearing you.
1: <laughs> Taco Bell, I recommend. Um, we need that in New Zealand for sure. I know. I told you. We do not have Mexican food. I can confirm this now. Taco when, and- Bell's not Mexican food, though. People yeah. will, will correct you real quick out here. <laughs> that's true. But in the same vein, like a lot of the food that I tried in California, like for the first two days, it was Mexican food. And I had no complaints about that. My body did, but I had no complaints about it. Um, and in New Zealand, we don't have... We, we have Mexican food. Or Mexican-esque food. Um, and it definitely just isn't as good, you know? And I'm not sure what it is exactly. Because I thought we had some pretty good food over there, but...
0: I always nah, told you.
1: Not the Mexican. Not the Mexican food. Um, so, hey... We need some of that over in New Zealand. If anyone out there who's listening can take their business over there, please do. (laughs) (laughs) And also, please, Taco Bell, go over to New Zealand. (laughs) We need that as well. All we've got is your typical Burger King, McDonald's, etc. We need
0: Taco Taco Bell. Bell. Everyone needs Taco Bell. I know. And I, when I was in New Zealand, I spent the whole year just craving it That's so true. bad. You
1: were craving it so hard that I was craving it and I'd never even <laughs> tasted it before.
0: Oh man, I needed my Taco Bell fix. It was so <laughs> awful. It was the worst thing. But I don't know. I don't even think, apart from like snacks, I don't really think there's many things I missed from New Zealand food because it's all the same, you know, like their meat I think was better. Yeah, and our vegetables, and yeah, fruit and there's more. Like health. it was like a better quality, but it was the same food. If that makes sense, you know, you still have burgers and pizza and everything like what we have. Yeah, but how good are our fish and chips? Yeah, but I don't like fish. Ugh. I always got burgers and fries. Mm-hmm. Not how burgers, good were our? And chips. You mean chips, not fries? I know. That, well, see, that's a cultural difference right there for you, because you got it. now you're in America, so they're fries. Now I've already they're started, French fries. I've already even. started saying fries. I know. And you've I've started, already started saying using miles. miles. Yes. What else have I started? You still to use? go to the wrong side of the car, but oh, okay, okay, just
1: once in the last like two weeks. <laughs> but um oh, I've also um started saying trash and instead trash can or garbage instead of the rubbish bin. <laughs> um <laughs> What else is there? It's like the most random things is. to change around. And I'm sure I'll be saying outhouse a lot instead of portalo. <laughs> to party. Yeah. Um What else is there that I, I adapted to? Uh, Travelling with a dog.
0: Oh my gosh! Yes, living That's with been, a dog. That has been quite. I've never an done adaptation. it before. I've
1: never had a dog. Um, but after this, already it's been only three weeks. But I want a dog of my own. <laughs> Piper's a pretty great dog, though. She is, but the, the worst part about it is that I need her to love me, but she just loves Andrew so much. And <laughs> everybody everybody complains about this. She
0: doesn't I'm so sorry. care about me. She's a German Shepherd. <laughs> Apparently <laughs> no. that's a very Shepherd trait, <laughs> that they literally like stick to their human, and everyone else could be damned. That was what I was told. I didn't know that. I just thought
1: I could be her other dad, and
0: that she would love but me. But see, just the you same. sound like my mom because when I was at when we were at my parents' house, and I asked my mom what she thought of Piper, she was like, "I just wish she loved me a little bit more." <laughs> But I don't know, that's just how she is. She's doing like that with me. She's just mm. not very affectionate. She just yeah. likes to be pretty and left alone. But she is alone. such a beautiful being. She is. And I do think
1: she's getting, me and her are definitely getting closer and closer. You are. Because I single, leave you with her a lot. Yeah, every <laughs> single time Andrew leaves Piper, she just freaks out. She's crying. Well, she did before. For yeah, first, she's getting For the first two weeks, she, she just freaked out every single time Andrew left. Especially if she could see him but not get to him. She would really, really freak out. And I'd always have to pat her and just be like, he's coming back, he's coming back. And now I think she understands when I say he's coming back. Yeah. Because she chills out a little bit more. Yeah. Or like at least looks at me if I say that. And mm-hmm. then like needs some affection. So I give her some scratches and then she comes down and lies down. She still doesn't, you know, she's not happy that he's gone, but she <laughs> at least knows that he's coming back because I'm still there.
0: Yeah. And I think... I mean, at first, she just really did not know what was going on. And especially because she's a rescue and she's been left before, I really think that she thought I was going to leave her. And now that we've been on the road for a few weeks, I think that she's finally starting to click. Like, okay, we're just going to keep moving and then moving. And then, you know, like she gets really stressed out sometimes, but I feel like she's starting to get into the rhythm of things. And Definitely. It's I can
1: see, like, from when we first got to Monterey. Uh and now I see that she's way happier to
0: um be around just yeah, in general.
1: Just in general. I think she's just a like I think she's less bored and I mean how could you not be? Yeah. You know? With this trip, because we're, we're in the same situation. The difference mm-hmm. is that she had no idea that yeah. this was going to happen to us. I so. tried
0: to tell her so many times <laughs> when she was giving me those sad eyes. I'm like, you're coming. <laughs> and every time it was raining outside and I was on the computer planning this trip and she was glaring at me like I was the worst person for not walking her. I'm like, believe me, by the end of this year, you're going to be begging to stay inside.
1: <laughs> like, she's already <coughs> getting, um, you know, she's... You can tell when she's ready to just jump back into the car and yeah, cause she, lie she's down. super excited about it now. <laughs> yeah, she's now, like, now oh, we don't have to the car. we don't have to coerce her into the back seat. Now she just jumps
0: straight in. Yeah, and I thought it was going to be the opposite. Actually, I thought she'd end up getting more like no, not, not again. The <laughs> but she's like she's getting super excited about yeah. it. But juggling her has been a little bit difficult. Yeah, but I also think this is the thing
1: about it. It's difficult. It's definitely difficult to find places you can take your dog. Especially when you want to go on hikes um, or you want to go get food or you want to hang out with your friend, but they can't, you know, they have other animals or something in their house and figuring out places to keep Piper or like people to watch her. Yeah, people to watch her, places for her to be comfortable. It's difficult, but it adds a really interesting dimension to the whole trip because we constantly have to think about that. Mm -hmm. And I don't, I don't, I haven't seen much about that kind of thing, traveling with a dog, you know? Yeah. Like, there's, you can find a trillion articles on how to backpack around the US. Yeah. But I don't know how many articles there would be about traveling with your pet.
0: Yeah, I mean, even when I looked that up, A lot of what I found was, like, weekend getaways. Yeah, You know what I mean? Never, like, like, a permanent traveling Yeah, like, I'm like, I'm going to take her on the road for a year, so does anyone let me know what that's going to be like? (laughs) And it's been, I mean, I think it's actually been really great. I just kind of took what I learned from those, quote, weekend trips Mm -hmm. and just was like, well, that's what I'm going to have to do, you know? Yeah. So I use, for those of you listening, if you have an animal that you would like to travel with, or a dog specifically, I guess, I use this website called Bring Fido, and that's how we find most of the um, pet sitting or the um, hotels that accept pets. Because I mean, you can do specific searches on Google, or if you have like credit card points or whatever. But it's just easier to look up, you know, specifically pet friendly hotels. They give you restaurants, they give you local dog parks, and Hikes and walks and stuff like that. So it's been a great resource.
1: And for the record, it's not difficult to find dog friendly no hotels, no or parks. No, They're no. everywhere.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we definitely have to look up in every single city, yeah, yeah. which is what makes that stressful. Because it's like every time we're in someone somewhere new, it's like, okay, where are we going to go? What are we going to do? But it's always really easy to find something. Exactly. Even and on even, the road. Yeah. Right? Like
1: when we when we just. Like, it's been an hour or two in the car, and we want to just have a rest, and we want Piper to have a walk and go to the toilet and release some energy, and it's just in the middle of the, in the middle of nowhere. Like, I think, was it between San Diego and Joshua Tree that we stopped in that area? Oh,
0: that random dog park. Yeah, and we were, like, in the middle of nowhere, just on did, the road. We found that one just by ourselves. We, that we totally stumbled upon. Yeah, we but we were look looking up. it up in
1: the process as yeah. well, and it would have come up as well if we would I'm searched sure earlier, her, yeah. but like they they are in the weirdest little places, and you'll be surprised at how many forests and parks you can actually take your dog to as well.
0: Yeah, national um, national parks don't usually let them on trails, but national forests do. So there's kind of a little bit of a big difference between a little bit of a big little difference. bit of a big difference with taking dogs on walks. Um, but it's really lovely
1: having her, and I it think is. we can. I don't know. It's. It's wonderful having her, like, be so excited all the time. And,
0: she... Yeah. And it's also really she great to, to
1: kind of force us to get outside and go for a walk. Yeah. Wherever we are. Just
0: trying to get to the next spot. Exactly. Like, this place is pretty. Let's just stop. Mm.
1: And it re- it's really nice to break up the long drives through... Yeah. Large spaces.
0: Yeah. Um, Another thing I wanted to say, if you have an animal and you are traveling, is we've been using dogvacay or rover.com, there's two separate ones there, and you look up um, dog sitters, so instead of, like, a kennel or a daycare or, like, a whatever, it's just like finding a babysitter. And I know Piper likes that more just because, since she was a rescue, anytime I take her to a kennel or anything that even resembles something that might be a place that I would abandon her, she loses her mind. And... I think that the sitter has been so much better for her. We've only done it once, but we have a couple of times coming soon, which, I mean, we found some potentials coming our way. But I think she's so much more comfortable being taken care of by just one person instead of being stuck in, like, a kennel or in a cage, you know? Um, So I would recommend that to anybody who's listening as well. So bring Fido, dog vacay, and Rover.com will be... Good resources for you and your pet. Mm hmm. Um, I don't know. I think that kind of covers everything that we've done so far. Well, let's talk, let's reflect on
1: our general feelings about California and then our general feelings about moving to Oregon.
0: Okay, you go first.
1: Well, <laughs> California is obviously the expected part of this trip, the part that I feel like I was the most prepared for. Um, and it was outstanding beyond expectations. You know, it was very, very, very beautiful. And the people I met along the way have been wonderful. Um, all the sights to see, all of it's been incredible. I mean, the grapevine was also incredible. Which is, I just wanted to leave a little note there. I just
0: wanted to, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I do want it cause we've told this to everybody that we've met since the grapevine and everyone gets so surprised when we're like the grapevine was gorgeous because i have never seen it green and it was beautiful and like it was absolutely breathtaking i don't even know mm-hmm. i don't I didn't even know it could look like that we
1: were literally sitting in the car for like how long is that drive between
0: I don't know, it's like an hour or something. Yeah, and
1: for, like, most of that hour, we were both silent. Jaws dropped. Jaws dropped. Just just kind of, like, the only sounds we were making was like, oh. On the Oh my vine, god. Though,
0: like, on the grapevine of all places, I would never, ever expect in my whole life to ever be like, the grapevine was awesome. But it was. And we actually went on a hike out in those mountains. We and did. It was just it so was incredible. Beautiful. Oh my gosh, it was absolutely incredible. Anyway, I... Go on. Mm. I interrupted you, but I needed to. Mm. I forgot about the grapevine folks. <laughs> yeah. Um Yes, would recommend California.
1: It's been everything and more for me. Great way to start off my first kind of solo... Well, not solo, but my first ever international travel. That wasn't just to see family. Um, it's been easier than I thought. Um, I think it's just more comfortable... And every single place that you drive to, there's always a scenic route and it's always beautiful. There hasn't been one drive where I, you know, have been bored, which is actually pretty crazy considering most of this trip is going to be driving. Mm -hmm. And all of it for me this whole time has been, they just go so fast because I'm so amazed and interested in what I'm seeing. And, you know, like yesterday, how long did we drive for?
0: Oh gosh, we left at I think like ten fifteen in the morning. hmm And we got here at six thirty.
1: Right. So we were driving for a long time. But that whole time we did felt... also
0: get stuck in that rock
1: slide. That's true. But the whole time it felt to me about two hours of yeah, driving because quick. I just there was so much to see and all of it was beautiful and we stopped so many times and it was so nice and it was raining a lot of the time as well and even that was great
0: yeah the rain in the redwoods was mm-hmm. so amazing it was
1: like a beautiful horror movie <laughs> um yeah so california thank you for everything <laughs> it's been wonderful and oregon oh so far already it's been again beautiful and i think it's like a lot more quiet here and
0: Less busy. Than yes. My, is there
1: less people in Oregon? Yes.
0: Yeah, I think I'm going to really enjoy that. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I definitely felt that moving up into Northern California. You know, yeah. Far, the farther north you get, mm-hmm. the less. That's another, riding.
1: I guess that's another thing to remember if you're ever going to travel to California is there are so many people. So, so many yeah. people. So, if you're ever going to a tourist attraction that you know is popular, pick a good day for it pick a day that isn't busy get there in the morning before everyone else like especially theme parks and things like that get there early because yeah. we went to Knottsbury farm in anaheim and we got there at like 10 a.m did we it was like eleven
0: thirty, but by the time okay. we got into the 11
1: 30 which isn't even that early but <coughs> we got to see we got to go on pretty much every single ride in the first hour yeah so i would recommend doing that because it gets so busy we've had to kind of Some places we've had to kind of go through fast or just see a few things because they've been so busy, but yeah, if you just plan it well, I think it'll be fine. Yeah. And Oregon, let's see what you got.
0: Yeah. I kind of feel the same, I guess.
1: How do you feel now that you're officially starting your trip being outside of California now?
0: I mean, like, I don't know. It's such a weird, it's been a really weird transition because I feel like, Like, when I went to New Zealand, like, there was so much hype about it from, like, me and from, like, a lot of haters, like, people telling me I shouldn't do it. I think that we talked a little bit about that with some of my friends, even when you were in Monterey, Mm -hmm. about how people used to question me, like, when I was about to go to New Zealand and be like, can you really do this? Like, are you so sure? And there was so much, like, anxiety built up about that trip that, like, when I went to go and finally do it, it was just, like, it was just to get everyone to, like, shut up, like, yes, I can do it, go away, leave me alone, like, watch me, and this time, like, I've, I've not been nervous, but I've been terrified at the same time, and it's a weird thing, because a lot of it is, like, after being now on the other side of that New Zealand trip, I just feel more comfortable knowing that I can do these big trips and everyone around me was so much more like, you got this, like, we were wrong, you know what I mean? Like, we questioned you before and now (laughs) we, like, completely, like, you got this. And so, like, anytime I was afraid, it was so much easier to not be. Um, But at the same time, like, I recognize the weight Of this trip and that was what I've done a lot in California Like we've done 2,500 miles or something already And it's just been California and I'm already exhausted And I'm like oh my gosh Like what are we actually about to get ourselves into Because we just went through my comfort zone And I'm still like so tired And now we're about to move out into places that I've never been But until we're done with Washington I've already at least been to like all these states And a lot of the places that were going before then. So I still feel kind of in my comfort zone, like the Pacific Northwest, you know what I mean? Like, that's kind of my home terrain, I guess. But I feel like once we start moving more east is when I'm really going to be like, oh my gosh, you know?
1: Um, I think I had a similar situation with my friends in New Zealand for this trip. Them questioning you? Yeah, well, I think... Like, I say I'm going on a like on a road trip in America, and everyone's like, oh, cool, awesome, how long are you going? And I say, you know, six months, maybe a year, and they're like, whoa, how are you going to do that? Yeah. You know, it's just kind of like, is oh, that okay. really possible? Like, can you actually do that? Mm-hmm. And... And that's hard. It's, it's, it's difficult, especially because, like, so many people do see America as what the American media... Uh-huh is and so a lot of people were scared for me well i mean like any sort of international travel is scary and this isn't the safest country in the world so i understand that i you know am from new zealand which is relatively safe compared to places like this and i know that that's like something to think about for sure and something to be prepared for but everyone's reacting like if if I, if I was to say oh I'm going over to Europe people would be like oh okay wonderful awesome people wouldn't be like oh be careful yeah you know but people tell me to be careful so often about here and I understand that that's a real thing that I need to watch out for and I'm going to be as careful as yeah. I can be because I'm not about to let this trip be ruined by but... that but like it's not any worse than going anywhere that I've never been before Plus, I'm with an American who's a tall, six, six and a half foot, huge man, and a dog who is the super she loud. Gets crazy. <laughs> She's crazy. She, gets she crazy. could. She could. You know, totally kill someone if she yeah. wanted to. <laughs> but like, I don't know. I think people are worried for me for the wrong reasons. I yeah. think. I think they're worried about things that are probably not going to happen. Like, I don't think I'm going to get shot. Um, (laughs) it's pretty unlikely that I'm going to get shot. It's pretty unlikely that I'm going to get some awful hate crime. You know, it's, I don't think it's going to be as violent as people think. Mm -hmm. And especially because we are looking into every single place we're going and making sure we're going to be safe. And also like we've been in a place in Sacramento where, we didn't feel safe and we well, left yeah, and we sorted true. that situation out. So that's, what's going to happen. Yeah. And there's me, you and a dog. Like, I just don't yeah. think I need to be too worried.
0: Well, I mean, what I was going to say too, is like, there's no like shade to anybody. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like saying like, Oh, our friends said this or like, Oh, people are so worried or like, Oh, they were doubting us. And there's no shade to anybody about no, that. Cause like, I get that they're doing it just because they love us. But it's also sometimes really hard to like have that doubt. Like imprinted on you, like, so can you really do this? Yeah. And it's coming from people who usually, you know, support you and are there for you, but I, that's what friends are for. Mm-hmm. They want to make sure that you're safe and they want to make sure that what you're doing is, you know, safe and good mm-hmm. and whatever. But, like, that for me has been the flip side. Yeah. Because what you experienced in New Zealand was what I experienced before New Zealand. Mm-hmm. But now that I'm on, like, my second huge trek, people can trust people, that you can do it. Now. Yeah. Know that I can figure out. Yeah how to do it and it's just a matter of you know proving proving myself but it's like no one I don't really need to, need to prove it to anybody else that mm-hmm. I can do it I need to I want to prove it to myself yeah. and that's the thing is I'm just challenging myself and now I'm just ignoring what everybody else really has mm-hmm. to say although to be fair we just do have a lot of support on this We do have a lot of support and that's like great I mean people are saying you know I hope you have a good time and I hope you're doing well but I also I mean we're doing something that not a lot of people do. I mean, mm-hmm. we really are going to be traveling through, hopefully, I mean, every state, every capital, like like not just like driving through the border just to say that we were in there and saw it, like we're really getting out into all of the states and exploring what's different and what's similar about all of them. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like that's a really unique opportunity. And now that we have moved out of California, just to kind of, I guess, wrap up that thought from earlier... Like, now that I'm moving out of my home state and my comfort zone, like, I am getting more excited because it's been really fun. Mm-hmm. And it... I mean, we had a lot of things booked, you know, for the first month, and now we have to start booking things in advance, and that just gets a little bit crazy sometimes, but...
1: I think it'll be fine I, to yeah, get a routine out of
0: it. I, and I feel like, in the for the most part, just life on the road has become a routine already. It has.
1: I think, like, handling pipers has become a routine, and we can do that easily. Yeah. I think moving... All of our stuff from the car to our hotel rooms, etc., has become...
0: Packing the car back up has yeah, been more the car convenient. Up, choosing
1: who goes and does what and who stays with Piper, that's all pretty sorted. I think we're, we're definitely getting into the routine. Yeah. All we really need is to be a little bit more tidy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's hard, though, to mm. be driving and then have Josh tell me not to put trash over near him, so I just put it in the cubby because... I can't throw it away because I can't bend around because I'm looking at the road. But
1: it's really annoying having half a foot <laughs> squared room for we, my feet. We <laughs>
0: got extra room in the trunk so you could put other things in there for you. We your feet. did, and then it's really
1: it's an- really annoying when Andrew's out of the car as soon as we stop and he's like, "Why aren't you coming?" And I'm like, "Um, I'm sorry, I've just got to do Tetris and get all this crap <laughs> off my whole that was body." Like the first day <laughs> that's been the whole trip. That's been the whole trip. I'm gonna trip. have to do that for the whole trip. I know
0: you're, it. You're you're lying.
1: I've had two laptops in the front. This. my camera bag this (laughs) is three weeks in everybody my camera bag you don't even have all that why are you talking
0: over me are you going to listen to me no I'm not because you're lying (laughs) (laughs) you have so much space now we cleaned out more room in the trunk
1: okay we cleaned out enough room to put one of my bags
0: so now you just have the one so now bag. i just
1: have the laptops the snacks my camera bag you have jerseys your laptop. all of the trash <laughs> i have to hold everything no, plus don't. not only do i have to do that i have to turn around and feed piper water feed piper food make I sure can, she's okay I give her every time I want to do that. <laughs> i'm just saying life on the road is not as simple as you think yeah. but it's but like totally behind the driver's
0: it. seat isn't easy either. I'm not the saying
1: road. that. I'm just saying like <laughs> it is it is a, is a challenge to have hours and hours and hours of time inside of a car driving with hardly any room for your legs. Like I'm, this is an, actually I planned on talking about this. I totally forgot. But my legs are used to being worked quite hard because I, before this I lived in Wellington, New Zealand and I don't own a vehicle, I don't even have my license so I walk everywhere or I take public transport but I walked almost everywhere for most of my time in Wellington and since being here apart from the weeks where we have like constant uh, like hikes or movement in parks and things like that, uh, my legs have been in the car kind of curled up in awkward positions um today i've just noticed it in the last kind of half a week but my legs are so sore and it's not because it's not because i've been using them too much it's because i haven't been using them enough and they're not used to it and so then now they're getting stiff and they're getting sore and they need to be worked more but i think that's going to be perfect motivation to get us out all the time because that's the plan anyway we want to see as much as we can so that'll be yeah. A good thing. But right now, my legs are bloody sore. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's your fault. But we
0: still cleaned up my room for you in the front. Yep. So at least there's that.
1: I'm <laughs> going to take a <laughs> I'm gonna take a photo of where I get to put my feet in the car. <laughs> and it's going to be on this post.
0: <laughs> I mean, I just have the pedals in front of me. We can put lots of trash in there if you want. But... No,
1: but that's dangerous. I,
0: exactly. So that's why it has to go all over <laughs> to you. I'm sorry. <laughs> Passenger life is different than driver's life. Definitely. Sure.
1: But you should you should have seen the way Andrew packed the car before we left.
0: It was just <laughs> because I was just trying to make sure it all fit. And it did all fit. Did it, it all fit? It all fit. And that's all that matters. It's true. It's very true. Because I was just trying to get us started, get us going. <laughs> and now we've but that's the thing. We've figured out a whole bunch of stuff that's over the true. last few weeks. Already. Tetris has become easy. Yes, it has. It used to take us like ten minutes to unload and load the car, and now it takes us like three. Mm-hmm. I even brought up both bags yesterday, we but did. I, even I brought couldn't Piper believe it. Up to the room. That's right. I know. It was See, great. we've got our systems in yeah, place. We're, getting, we're working it out. We are getting it, and
1: started. we're still in our first month. I think we need to we remember are. that. We are that's because also weird.
0: I feel like we've been driving for years already. Me too. Although I, I also
1: feel like this whole trip has only been like three days. But
0: I know. But it's been so. We've done a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm,
1: tons. Lots of stuff. I want to keep going. I can't wait for the rest. Yeah, I
0: know. It is going to be really exciting. We're going off into Bend next in Oregon. I'm so excited for Bend. Right now we're in Medford, so that's pretty much like an hour north of the border from California. My sister lives here. We're in Central Point, so we're here today. We did kind of some errands and just like looked around the town a little bit, but really didn't do too much because I think we need a relaxed kind of We do. We deserve a break.
1: The whole of California was pretty...
0: It was like a whirlwind.
1: It was very fast, and there was so much to do and not much time, so... Yeah. Now we're relaxing, and we deserve it, so don't you say nothing about it.
0: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, because we're going to get out into Bend and explore that next, Mm -hmm. and... Yeah, I think it'll be fun to be... I mean, now we're going to be, like, flying through the states, Mm -hmm. because they're all so much smaller than what California was, so that'll be interesting to be like, oh, by next week we're already going to be in Washington, Mm -hmm. like, that's nuts. Because California took so long And it felt like every state was going to be like that But now it's not, you know Now we're going to be flying through Everything And the amount of time it took us to get through California From this point, we're going to be in, like, Montana And that's like, whoa It's like almost halfway through The country That's insane I know, because once we get to the east coast That's when all the states get smaller And we'll Mm -hmm. just be Tick, 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 tick Like, here we go But it has been quite a roller coaster. Most definitely. But it's been great. Mm -hmm. We really haven't had any, like, problems yet. Knocking on wood. (laughs) They're bound to happen. Something has to go wrong sometime. But it was nice that at least nothing went wrong when Mm -hmm. we were trying to get everything sorted out. Mm -hmm. Minus the fact that you forgot forgot your charger at my friend's house and I washed the extra batteries. So we had to get Mm -hmm. some rush shipping happening. That, again, will
1: be coming down to our organization of where we put the things, because we, well, I I say we, (laughs) but we have a um, habit of leaving things in different places every single time, so we're going to have to sort that out, but that'll be fine.
0: And we definitely have that problem together. (laughs) (laughs) Do we? Yes, we do. right. You <laughs>
1: the one. okay? Let's not let's not point fingers, at You, you need to chill. <laughs> well, that's what I'm just saying. We <laughs> hopefully, together. hopefully, it's not a crisis every time we can't find a park because then we can handle real issues <laughs> You're when real so issues come. <laughs> so this is literally yeah. how it's been since yeah. the start. But if it, if it's not, if well, we don't want to kill each other at this point, face. I don't think we're gonna yeah kill each other the whole. Tractor. Yeah. That's I mean, a good sign. It, for
0: me that's been like a huge cuz I did New Zealand alone, you know, and now I have you and I have Piper. But
1: I was there for like your last half.
0: I know, but I still when I was traveling around in New Zealand, yeah. I yeah. was alone. And now But I was I have, always there to talk
1: to, you, though. You always talk to me.
0: I know, but it's still different physically having somebody and a pet now with me that's going true. through all of it. Is all I'm it's actually to say.
1: what I'm not used to is being asked these questions and Exp- like having to do an answer to a thing where i'm like i don't know
0: where what are questions?
1: we like like i don't know when you're like what do you want to do here do you want to go here in oregon do you want to go here in washington and i'm like i don't know i've, ne- I don't I've even I heard I don't of these know. places i don't know them either exactly and that's what i'm saying like i'm not used to answering those kinds of questions but it's so much fun doing that i feel like we're getting off topic now
0: no, I think it's all right.
1: Okay. Well, I'm going to continue then. It's fun like choosing because we just reorganized Oregon as well. We, we were did. not we were not going to go to Bend, but then we found Bend because it was close to No, we just Salem
0: found Bend because it was in a forest.
1: Yeah, but it was like also halfway between
0: Yeah, but we're here in Salem. We went to Bend because it was dog friendly as hell. Is what we went to Bend for. But the way we found it. I don't know I the way we, I already knew. I remember
1: no, because the way we found it was because we were planning on camping, but then and Bend was drop. right next to the national forest. Oh yeah, because the camping. Was so cold. then we were like, "Hmm, what's that place?" Sounds kind of boring. And then we looked at it online, and it is most definitely not boring. Yeah, it looks incredible, and we've ta- yes. we've met we've talked to people along this trip already that have like some real good things to say about Bend. So I'm very excited for Bend and it's just so much fun doing that like going through the map and and saying like oh where do we want to go next which night do we need to stay somewhere else when are our free nights where we haven't planned and then like researching into these places that we've never heard of before and seeing what they're all about I think that's going to be so much fun throughout this whole trip even though it's time consuming it'll be good yeah have anything to say paper paper
0: no she's she has nothing to say she's not out she's We've tired we worn her out which is good it's exactly how she needs to be oh here she oh, is oh here she's waking up hello Piper doing stretches oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, well I think that kind of wraps it up for mm-hmm. our time in California yeah Um. yeah now we just move on into Oregon and we'll just be I guess doing a reflection when that's done mm-hmm so, in the meantime, thank you everybody for listening. Thank you. And um, on our website lifeinanotherworld.com, the write-up for this podcast post will be actually written by Josh. It's true. He's doing his first little guest post. I really hope it's not terrible. Well, I'll be editing it, so do I'm don't definitely worry. not a
1: writer, so. It's okay. That's what you have <laughs> me for.
0: You teach me how to do camera shots, that's and I true. teach you how to write articles, and then Side that's note. How become a team.
1: Side note: Andrew's been doing really well learning how to. Thank you. Do some real nice filming.
0: I have gotten a couple of really nice shots that that's I'm proud true. of. That's true. You be should honest. see
1: that like, in the future there will be one with a banana.
0: What are they called? Banana slug. Banana slug. Yeah.
1: B- banana slug. <laughs> <laughs> a, yeah, it's a banana. Mm-hmm. A, a banana slug, and it's beautiful. And that was Andrew. So it might be my favorite. It's pretty beautiful.
0: Yeah, that might be my the favorite shot that I have that I've taken.
1: Good on you. Because
0: it was just so, it did it by mm. itself, too, and it was so perfect.
1: So that's another great thing about this trip is that we're learning from each other as well. Yeah. And also just learning how to handle each other when Andrew's a psycho.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's true. But <laughs> Josh is just as much of a psycho. That's true as well. Yeah. But I think, I mean, honestly, though, I think that that, Is true, like, we are both under so much stress and so much pressure and so much, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's really easy for us to get crazy, but I think that it's also really easy for us to communicate what's going on because we're really the only people who understand, like, what we're going through, you Mm -hmm. know? And I just think that it's been actually really cool, you know? Like you said, learning from each other and communicating and... Mm -hmm. Being a team, really. Yeah. You know, that's all. We're just And little... to be
1: fair, since we met, we've been... We're always bickering. angry at each other and crazy. Like, it's very much a playful thing that yeah. we kind of just do. Yeah. So I don't think it's a big deal if we're we constantly laugh, fighting. Like, <laughs> yeah. Other people find it amusing, too, so... Yeah. Maybe we'll get a little bit of that in the vlog. <laughs> maybe. But... That Piper. She's lying on her back. Oh, she's very much showing me everything she (laughs) (laughs) has
0: Piper Piper. well thank you everybody for listening I think that that kind of sums up what we've got to say so yeah be sure to check out the post here written by Josh Mm -hmm. And, um, if you want to
1: see my personal Instagram page,
0: it is at Shooty ten s h u t i e one zero. Cool, and you can follow us on at a life in another world on Instagram. I couldn't just get the regular life in another world because someone else already had it, but a life in another world, and then um, two men and a dog on YouTube is our YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. If you want to watch our crazy videos,
1: also um, same on Instagram hashtag. I mean, sorry. <laughs> At two men and a dog, Y-T, because, again, we couldn't get the regular two men and a dog. Yes. Very annoying. You can
0: also search the hashtag two men and a dog. Or, or two mad. Two or... M-A-A-D. Yes, and it will pop us up. and Promotion, um... promotion, promotion. <laughs> um, thank you all so much for listening, mm-hmm. and um, we look forward to venturing into Oregon and beyond, and we will see you next time. That's right. Bye. Bye.